Hello, you're listening to Sonographers Spill the Tea, a podcast aimed at achieving safety in sonography, fostering education and empowerment. Our goal is to share raw conversations on pertinent industry information that will incite real conversations in the diagnostic ultrasound community. And if you're enjoying all the tea in sonography, don't be shy. Share with someone you like. And also, click the like button and subscribe to wherever you're enjoying today's episode. Don't forget to join our Facebook group by the same name, Sonographers Spill the Tea, where you can dive deeper into a topic and community and submit your ideas for some freshly spilled tea. Don't forget, you can also join our learning platform at teamsano.ultrasafeultrasounds.com to access exclusive content on ergonomics, biomechanics, soft tissue recovery, and other injury prevention and empowering resources. Remember, this podcast is powered by Ultrasafe Ultrasounds, your number one provider of staffing, safety, and training solutions for both organizations and workforce members. Visit www.ultrasafeultrasounds.com today to find out how you can best benefit by choosing the gold standard in healthcare for optimizing safety in sonography for patient, provider, and practice. Email info at ultrasafeultrasounds.com or text us at 512-270-0278 to learn more. That's info at ultrasafeultrasounds.com or 512-270-0238. Now please enjoy today's episode of Sonographers Spill the Tea. Tea in Sonography features me, Deanna Gutierrez, RVT. I'm passionate about being a mom and a wife and being a good sonographer, um, making sure that I'm taking care of myself so that I have longevity in this field. This relates to safety and sonography because I need to make sure that I am doing things that will keep me fit, keep me healthy, keep me strong in order to continue in this field for many years. Hey, Team Sono, it's your girl, Joanna, founder and CEO of Ultra Safe Ultrasounds. And this week's tea in sonography is going to be so good because we are taking it back to the theme of the summer. Last year was all about STR and ergomechanics. And we got to be able to not just create and produce, but finish our ergomechanics course with some incredible sonographers all throughout the industry. We had students, we had newbies, we had veterans who've been in the game for a while. We had educators, we had directors, and we had Deanna Gutierrez. Oh my gosh, she was one of our graduates of our ergomechanics course. And it was on her to come and spill some tea and sonography on what that course looked like and what it meant to her and what she wants to share so other sonographers are up to date with what's going down in safety and sonography. So Deanna, thanks so much for taking some time to come on here and have a chat with us for Sonographers Spill the Tea. Thanks for having me, Joanna. So tell me, you were there during the lives, right? Nobody else can be there during 
enjoying the lives anymore, you can enjoy the course on replay. It does a phenomenal job, and we're so happy that folks have this resource available to them when it comes to injury prevention for their sonographer shoulder. But you got to be there live. So share with our um, fellow sonographers, those who are listening in, what it was like to learn about ergo mechanics, learn about soft tissue recovery, STR, in that live setting. So basically, like, um, so our company, they, they set it up for us, which was great. And um, we had to meet, you know, of course, twice a week with you, which was wonderful. And participating in that, we um, practiced a lot of what you were talking about, which is like, you know, making sure that you're doing like the stretching, you know, taking care of that sonographer's shoulder, um, you know, uh, talking about like your, all your different muscle parts, you know, how everything ties together, works together. So yeah, I mean, that was, that was amazing because I, I, I know that it helped me really think about how I need to take care of myself, what I need to do going forward from here, because like I said, I haven't been in the field for that long, but going from here, I need to be thinking about those things. So I, uh, since then, basically since that class, I have really focused on a lot of like my stretching. I will do stretching like a lot, usually when I'm, I know at, when I'm at work, you know, so I'll do it. Like I'll, I'll get started with my day. I'll do stuff like where I'll, you know, kind of just even just stretch my neck, stretch my shoulders, you know, just do different exercises of things that you talked about so that I'm making sure that I'm, um, you know, kind of loosening things up. So it doesn't, so it doesn't tense up. I'm also making sure, which I know that they talk about this anyways, but just making sure that you're, that you're relaxed, that you're not putting a lot of, uh, of stress and tension on your scanning arm. So when I'm scanning patients, I'm making sure to, you know, do the things like, you know, raising the bed and relaxing the arm, making sure that it's in a comfortable position, uh, not, you know, extended too far away from the body and all those things. Um, and then of course, when I come home, uh, you'll see, you know, my family can vouch for this, that I will sometimes just come straight home. I'll lay down on the carpet and I will like, uh, lay on my stomach and I'll turn my head, just lay it to the side, just stretch my neck, you know, like, just like stretch it each way because I just want to just feel that stretch through my neck, you know, to, to just, you know, because it's the end of the day and I've been using it a lot. So, right. And so those yeah. cervical muscles, right? Your trapezius muscle holds so much tension, especially yeah. if you've already gone through your day. But one of the points you made, Deanna, I'm so happy you said that was that we make time for this both clinically and in our civilian lives, right? We make sure that when we are bedside, we're still optimizing our soft tissue cover. We're still making sure to be mindful and cognitive about the death grip that we hold onto the transducer sole tight. But now we have tensed out all the very small musculature and our flexes and extensors in our forearm and our wrist. And that can extend where, right? Approximately oh, yeah. to those cervical muscles. And so I love that you make time for it bedside because it's so important. A lot of those micro traumas happen on site and you're part of an extraordinary organization that has made a commitment to their sonographers when it comes to safety. So I love that. And they've done it both sides, right? They're multifaceted. They've made right. sure infection control is optimized through certification with ultra safe ultrasounds. And then they've made sure that the training for you guys was available for injury prevention because it is very taxing on the body. And there's some sonographers been in this game for decades 
decades. Um, we had students that were not injured in the course, and that's good. That means they're in the offensive soft tissue recovery space. Stay there and share your wisdom with the rest of us. Um, but for those of us who may be in that defensive realm of STR, that scar tissue rehabilitation, that's where um, dry needling and acupuncture and massage therapy or even cortisone injection shots and surgery become a reality in diagnostic ultrasound. And that's what we aim to kind of alleviate, right? The need for those things and the, the cessation of the provider becoming the patient in diagnostic ultrasound. So uh, do you feel like going through that course has really equipped you with the tools to stay in an offensive space of STR and not get into that inflammatory uh, chronic response of the defensive realm? Exactly. Well, you know, and, and this is the other thing that I wanted to address, which you also talked about, and it was already stuff that I was doing before I was in ultrasound, just because I always liked having it done, but also more so now that I'm in the field of ultrasound and scanning and, and having to deal with, you know, the stuff that you're talking about. Um, I have since, uh, since your course, I did sign up with a chiropractor so that I literally, I, I did um, like a prepay with him. Mm -hmm. So I just literally can go in. He's like a walk-in and I just go in, I get my adjustment like every four to six. Um, and then I, I mean, I can do it as often, you know, as I, as I feel needed, yeah. um, I did have a massage not too long ago and I want to start doing massages more or more frequently too. I'm trying to find a place that I really like, mm -hmm. uh, the one that I had, you know, I didn't love the massage, but I'm trying to find that I love, that I love so I can go more regularly for that because those are the types of things that you talked about. And I agree with you that in the long run, those are going to help you with the prevention. Absolutely. Cause let's take ultrasound out of the picture for just a minute. The natural degenerative cycle of the body is going to take over. So you just want to keep yourself strong. You want to keep mind, body, and spirit connected and intact and optimized. But when we talk about ultrasound and what it is to serve in diagnostic sonography, what we talk about is an acceleration of that natural degenerative process where we are wearing down the very small and then even the larger musculoskeletal stabilizers of our bodies. And that is where we wind up getting to a place of trauma um, and where it really becomes a quality of life issue, um, not just for the sonographer clinically bedside, but then they take that home and that crosses over into their civilian life as well, which is just traumatizing and devastating, really. Um, so when we think about what the body naturally does, right, it ages, the bo body also naturally wants to regenerate and recuperate and repair itself. And that's where STR and understanding your ergonomics and biomechanics is so important, because we have to create opportunities for our body to do what it naturally wants to do, repair and regenerate. And what we've done is add a component of education and empowerment so that you have recovery in your body, in your sonographer's shoulder, which during that class, we had well over a hundred sonographers agree on what it is their sonographer's shoulder is, right? Which is not just the shoulder or the rotator cuff muscle. It's the neck, it's the back, it's the spine, it's the digits, it's your wrist, oh. it's your form. It's, it's the whole lot of it. Mm. Um, Truly, it's even your lower extremities as well, right? A lot of that power we have in our upper body comes from the strength in our lower legs. So I'm all about that squat life. It makes me look great. And it also helps my upper body as well. So, so I, 
I was going to say, and honestly, I was going to say that same thing because that's something um, that I'm trying to incorporate more of as well is, is exercise because I think that's huge too. Um, because like you're saying, naturally we are aging and things are degenerating. So we do need to uh, stay on top of that still. So it's hard, you know, being in the Phoenix area, I don't want to get out, you know, to do stuff like outside, even in the evenings at night. So we do use the gym. We have a treadmill, uh, we have, you know, the nice air conditioning. So just making sure to, uh, to exercise. And then I've also started doing like the, the hit training, the, the high intensity interval training, Ooh, which all girl. yeah, it also incorporates like the squats and the things like that. Like, um, it, it incorporate, you know, where you're strengthening your core. I mean, it's really it. working body, uh, it, you know, pushups, all those types of things. Um, because I know all of that play, comes into play. It's really just really about taking care of yourself too. And I think a lot of, uh, it's harder and harder, I think, um, for people to to take care of themselves because they're so busy taking care of maybe their families, you know, their kids, whatever, and they're tired at the end of the day. It's just I think finding time to to fit those things in the massages, the the adjustments, the uh, the you know um, exercise, all those different balance. A hundred percent, and you nailed it on the head, Deanna. It's so hard when you are a provider to take care of and kind of see yourself first, right? As a sonographer, we're trained to outwardly take care of the patient, right? That is what we show up for every day to make sure that we are taking great care of our patients. If they have an issue, we want to find it. We want to be able to get them to treatment, whether that's, whether you're in the hospital or you're in a private practice, we all show up with the same passion and goal, and that's to take care of our patients. And it's just secondary to how badass sonographers are and how gun ho we work, we be on it, right? <laughs> We're like, let's go. Exactly. Um, and that kind of goes along with the, you know, the workload that sonographers tend to find themselves in is there's typically a lot more to do than there are hours in the day to get it done. And so we move as fast as we can. Um, and a lot of time that means taking shortcuts here and there. And typically you can't really take a shortcut in um, some spaces in healthcare because you can, of course, put the patient in danger. So typically the sonographers take shortcuts with their body and their ergonomics and their biomechanics to get things done fast. But over time, that is becoming the self-sacrificial way of doing this work where we want to move fast. We want to be valuable. We want to take care of our patients. But slowly but surely, we're losing that provider care along the way. And our bodies start to feel that like, whoa, hey, I'm trying to tell you something. I need you to take the time to slow down and acknowledge that this ailment exists and you can take some ibuprofen really quickly and calm it down for a minute, but that doesn't mean it has gone away. And so acknowledging those ailments when your body is trying to speak to you um, is it, it takes cognitive effort in healthcare and in our civilian lives, because in both arenas, man, are we going a mile a minute? It's just so fast. Exactly. That's exactly true. Yep. So I love that you're slowing it down and you've been able to create these really great new 
thoughts and these trains of thoughts when it comes to how do I make time for myself? How do I um, create a habit of prioritizing myself and my care and me? Um, typically, at the end of the day, I'm so exhausted that I have had to learn to make time for myself in the beginning of the day, right? Now that I've been able to free myself from chronic inflammation through education and empowerment and understanding soft tissue recovery, even for myself, I was trapped in the same, you know, chronic inflammation cycle that so many sonographers find themselves in. And I want it out, you know, so I freed myself. Mm -hmm. um, but in doing that, I've learned that I have to take time for myself first and foremost. I have to be able to meditate first thing in the morning. I have to be able to exercise first in the morning because if I don't take it for myself, I have, I don't have enough to give away to everybody else who needs it. Right. So that's one of the things I think is so important when it comes to STR and, and all of us looking for more time in the day to get more things done and not have this busy brain that's constantly trying to appease all of the folks that are looking for us um, is first and foremost, you take that time for yourself. You want to call that selfish? That's your business. I call that self-preservation. Before you can have me, patients, doctors, uh, children, husband, uh, sonographers, or organizations, everybody. I need me. I need me and I need to meditate and I need to exercise and get myself ready um, so that I know if I don't have the time to prioritize myself throughout the day, I started it that way. Exactly. And I think that's so true because I, and, and I, I, that's the other thing too. Um, I, I kind of wish that I had a, a space in my home to where I could start out more doing stuff that was, that didn't disturb the rest of my family, because then I would want to start out doing my, my exercising in the morning instead mm -hmm. of pushing it to the end of the day. Um, but right now that's the order that I've had to do it in because I don't have like a quiet space to not bother them, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but, but either way, I think just ultimately doing it and taking the time for yourself. And what I've been doing, to be honest, is because um, I have my youngest is a 16 year old daughter and she likes to exercise with me. So then I just take her with me when I get home. We'll go to the gym together. We'll go do, you know, the treadmill or we, she's done the, the hit training with me and stuff like that. So then I, at least we're still spending time together and we're doing something that's healthy. You know, exactly. And STR is a thing should be incorporated into your life, right? Because it's it's not just stretching and strengthening in the physical aspect, but it's the emotional aspect of what it is to be in sonography too. You know, nobody teaches you about compassion fatigue and what it can really do to you to see the pathology. You know, the nerd part of us and the science part of us that gets really excited about pathology that still exists. <laughs> Sorry, sonographers and people listening, like we love that stuff. Um, but there is and also very compassionate and empathetic part of the job that you just, it takes a toll. Um, so I love that you've incorporated it into your life, you know, because yeah, sometimes you can't do it in the morning. Sometimes the afternoon or the evening will work better. And that doesn't even mean it's always going to be that time frame forever. You know, that might work for the summer and in the fall, you got to figure out something else. Exactly. Um, for me, I when I'm in my house in Texas, I hide in my closet. I get up bright and early because I don't want to bother nobody. And I go hide in my closet and I'm like, that's where I'm 
going to pray. That's where I'm going to do whatever I need to do quietly. And then I'm out yeah. my front door because um, yeah. I can do a little bit of like getting my heart rate up. But I want to I want to put the music on in my ears and I need the fuel to be able to get my cardiac and um, activity up and my blood flowing. So I'm out the house um, now that I'm on the road. Um, and like today I'm at the library being able to have this great conversation with you. Um, I'm at a state park. So there's no space in my RV for me to STR without disturbing everybody. So at one point I just, you know, go, well, I guess we all up or number two, um, I leave. See y'all later. Believe me, I'll be a great mommy and a great wife and a great Joanna and a great person and a great advocate and a great stonographer. If I go for a run. Yeah. See y'all later. You know, and then you find spots in, in the day or at the end of the day to actually make sure you're continuing it. I end it uh, not as strong as I started, but I also have to make sure that I give myself time to decompress for exactly. from all of the uploads and downloads that my brain and body have had to endure throughout the day. Exactly. Deanna, I love being able to sit down and chat with you. It was such a pleasure. Do you have any other like takeaway points that you want our listeners to be able to go uh that's it i'm so glad that she said that do you have like a keynote takeaway you want to spill you know to be honest with you i think it's really just kind of summing up what we were just saying is really just making sure that you're taking care of yourself taking time for yourself um prioritizing that as hard as it is whether again whether it's the beginning of the day the end of the day but just making time to uh to, to focus on yourself so that you are taking care of yourself, like you said, physically and mentally in order to continue doing the job that you need to do. I love it. So I'm going to ask you one question before we wrap up this tea and sonography. What was your, you know what, I'm going to throw two of them at you. The first one is going to be, what was your favorite module in the course? And then the second question is going to be, what has been your most um, successful form of STR that you feel like you've been able to incorporate into your everyday? Okay. So, um, I'll answer the first one. Um, so, and I don't remember exactly like numbers or whatever, but the, again, with, with what we learned to me was when we were talking about the um, the adjustments and, you know, getting adjustments, getting, um, uh, massages and stuff like that. And right in my head, I was like, you know what, that's what I need to start doing. So that, that was what spoke to me the most because I hadn't been doing it for a couple of years. Um, and yet I had been doing sonography at that point for, you know, almost a year. So it's like, I was, I told myself I need to jump back in and, and start getting it done. So that, that module, whichever that was, uh, <laughs> was what was what spoke to me the most. And I knew that I needed to to get back on that. Um, what was your second question as well? The second question, and I think you might have uh, answered it earlier when you were chatting a little bit about your neck. Um, but I wanted to know what was so far your favorite or the easiest form of STR that you've been able to incorporate into your everyday life? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, because I can do it at work, I can do like it kind of just stretching my neck. The neck, um, yeah. I decide just I just, you know, we'll do neck stretches and just holding it, you know, uh, side to side like this. I'll stretch my arms. So yeah, just I mean, I, I'll literally do that, like I said, at work. And then I'll come home and do it as well. As soon as I get home, just come home, lay on the floor and just lay there and just stretch my neck because it works all the way through, you know, I love so the, all the, way the neck rolls are like by far my favorite 
because of that. Like it gets so deep into there. And I feel like what it does um, and, and just, you know, the science behind it, just clinically being able to experience it is it just allows you to get the next big muscle, right? Which is that that trap. And then releasing that kind of lets you get into the rhomboids a little bit and then lets you also get into your supraspinatus, which is one of them that is hugely assaulted when it comes to scanning um, because of just how tiny it is and how terrible the blood supply is. So I love neck rolls because, man, I feel like it just opens up that whole upper shoulder and body to allow oxygenation and blood flow into those hard spaces where, girl, there's a ton of disruptive physiology and knots and things just living up in there that I just, you don't live here, you don't pay rent here, you don't belong here, you got to go. Um, (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, my darling, you continue to do all of the things that are keeping you up and running. Thank you for all that you do to serve in stenography. I know that you are in the vascular space um, and even more so you're in the subspecialty of the vascular space in the venous Venous. space. Um, So I know that that takes a huge toll on the body. Do you stand them up? Uh, How do you handle that reflux? Then you have the procedures, but you're a rock star. I love that you're staying safe. I love that you've been able to incorporate things into your daily life. And, And I just cheer you on, Deanna, every single step of the way. Thank you so much, Joanna. Thanks for having me. Oh, my absolute pleasure, my darling. You guys stay tuned for the next time we're going to be spilling some tea in sonography. And we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Sonographer Spill the Tea. To get more servings of tea in sonography, join our hashtag Team Sonal Learning platform, where you can train in certified courses on ergomechanics, soft tissue recovery versus scar tissue rehabilitation, and other best practices in ultrasound. And if you enjoyed our show, be sure to share, like, comment, and subscribe. We love hearing from you.